Welcome everyone to the Parlay. Right, so welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of The Parlay. I'm your host, my name is Woody, and I have another special guest here with me today, a member of the 2021 Florida Division Champions. We got Mr. Dane Patillo here with me. Dane, what's up, man? What's up, my boy? How you doing, man? Hey, nothing, man. I'm good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast, man. You, um... One of the players that flashed a lot for me uh, on the field last season. So it, it's really good to get you on here and be able to chop it up and parlay with you, man. Yeah, man. Sometimes it's uh, it's not about rivalries, man. Sometimes we all got to come together as family. We all play one game, man. So it's good to talk, you know, with other teams and everything like that. Absolutely. I, I really like that you brought that up. That, that's definitely where I was going. Um, one of the things I like a lot about this league is that we do compete on the field, but you, you sometimes you get to chat. You know, just chat sometimes after the game and kick it with some of the guys because we're, we're all a little crazy to play in this league, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to think about it, man. We're playing tackle football with no pads and no helmets. And, like, my family members and, like, my friends and, like, other people I talk to, I'm like, yeah, man, I play semi-pro football. I play football with no pads and no helmets. They're like, what? Like, you're crazy. I know there's injuries and stuff. And I'm like, actually, we have less injuries than, you know, contact with pads do. And, like... You know, it's actually safer, which is crazier because you got to think about it because you got to remember that everybody has, you know, some people might be old, some people might be young, some people might have kids and all that. But like if you played the game before, you know how to tackle and wrap up and it, you know what, people are a lot safer. And with pads, you're leaning down, putting your head down versus with no pads, you're just wrapping up because that's what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. And that's exactly what I tell everybody that I try to, you know, anybody I try to recruit, anybody I try to tell about the league, it's it's honestly the safest. I think the worst injury I ever saw in any form of A7, um, just to give a little history about myself, I used to play up in Jersey. Um, this is back in whew, <laughs> 2010, 2009 maybe. Oh, so um, you were back with Immortal oh, yeah. when you was first starting up, when Vic was first starting up. I was, I was in the league before BIC was even good. BIC had that one, he had, they they had, no, don't get me wrong. They had a lot of good players, but they weren't the top franchise, like one of the top franchises like they were. The U wasn't even in existence yet. Um, yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah, back then, um, the Immortals, PA wasn't even a division yeah. yet. I started in Jersey when this was like, when it was under another another name. So, I, so for me, I've been playing in this since I was about 21. 21, so yeah, it's like 2011. Sorry, not 29. So it was like 2011 is when I first right. started playing. I had a team of my own, uh, the Outlaws. Um, yeah, so I have the, about the Outlaws. So Man, I, that's throwback. Yeah, I have, um, so I have experience of running a team. So for me, this league, when I go and tell people about it, like the worst injury I ever saw was a guy was literally at linebacker dropping into a zone. He was in zone coverage, and he broke his leg. But you can't, you know what I'm saying? He no contact, yeah. nobody hit him. He was just dropping back one, two, three, and that was it. That could have happened playing yeah. flag. Could have happened walking down the street. Could have happened going down the stairs. Like it's, it was just a freak accident. That's the worst I've ever seen. I, I mean, I'm telling you from just my lat, like, because I grew up in Florida and I also grew up in Jersey too, and I played football in high school in Jersey, so I was familiar with Patterson U. 
trying i i knew about the a7 fl so when i came down here and i like found out that you know it was going to be the first year last year in florida i'm like you know what you got to sign me up and literally i think maybe from playing last year the worst injuries i've seen is just normal from playing football like little pulled hammies groins and stuff like that but that just comes with playing football that comes you know with, but yeah. i mean like i have not seen even a concussion you know it's crazy yeah yeah no no, no. that's Hammy pulls, that's going to happen to any athletics at all. Tennis players do it. Golf Golfers do it. You know, <laughs> like that. those kind of injuries, muscle pulls are going to happen. Uh, muscle strains are going to happen. Um, I think, like I said, I tell everybody, Todd Johnson on my team, he wears number eight. He caught like a, a, a wild elbow to the nose, and he wasn't even on, in on the tackle. He was next to the tackle, and someone's arm went flying and caught him in the nose. That was the worst last season. After that, and he was back after like next week. So it wasn't like his thing was completely like cracked. It was just like a little, you know what I mean? So that was yeah. about it. Um, but I love the I love the league. I love the physicality. I love the brand of football it is. And that's why I like to talk to other people that got that kind of love for it too, you know? So with that, with all that being said, so we, we talked about the past. Let's talk a little bit about the past. So last season, obviously you're on the championship team. Um, yes, I know that I'm not sure if I I got to line up against you once. I think on a on a throw off, but yeah, because they uh, I was a lot on uh, Mike during the game. Mike, um, that that's the um, the tall receiver you guys have, right, Mike? No, you talking about with the dreads? Yeah, that's Avery. Oh, Avery, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had me lined up with uh, Avery, like literally almost all the game, and then yeah. like they had they had me and Adam splitting reps and stuff like that because it was just to fluctuate with reps and everything like that. Yeah. We were the two main corners last year, but yeah, you know, yeah, man, you're, you're a little shifty. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, man. I wish I lined up a little bit more with you against last year. I mean, yeah, I listen. I I love, like, I like to to watch and study other players for sure. And um, I know in that championship game, I like to I took a big step back because I I wanted I took over, uh, play calling a lot more just because it was a right. need on the team. You know, something that was needed. So I, yeah, I took a step back from – I pulled myself off the field a lot more and didn't play the reps that I normally would play. Um, but you – and I think Adam is the guy. He's the guy with the dreads and the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I when I was in the game, I ended up lined up against him a lot, and he's another yeah. really good player. Um, so going to back to that game, you made a huge play in that game. I think right before halftime, they threw a deep pass to Avery on the left side. Kyle threw a le- uh, deep pass to the left side. And you came away with the interception. Yes, sir. So yeah, how did that? F- yeah. So how did that feel? How did that feel to get that big of a play in the championship game? Honestly, like I just go out there a ball, man. I don't do it like you know how like people say, you know, I do it for this person, this person. You know, I, I do it because I love football, man. Football's always been passion of mine, bro. I've loved football, watching it, college, everything, high school, like you know. And when I caught that, man, like. Growing up in Tampa, like, that championship meant the world to me, like, winning. Like, other people see it as, you know, like, it's not NFL, it's not college or anything like that. I get that, you know, like, we're still a league that's expanding. But when, for me, like, somebody who grew up, man, like, I was emotionless. Like, I obviously celebrated after the interception and everything like that. But when we won, man, like, I know we had altercations and stuff after and everything like that. But, like, besides that point, man, like, I just, like, even after we celebrated, I sat there for maybe a good five to ten minutes and, like, really, like, took it in, man. Because it's, like, it's the first year of being in Florida. 
and I won a championship for the city I grew up in. And like, to me, that means the absolute fucking world to me, you know, like there's nothing bigger than that. Like that's bigger than anything I've ever done because, you know, like that it's my city, you know what I mean? Damn, I really did that, you know? Yeah. And you were a factor and you were a factor in that game as well. I, I like to tell everybody, I know listeners of the show is going to be tired of me talking about how much I've watched that film, but I've watched that film um, ad nauseum to the fact where I can like shout out the stats of what the what it was in the first half, who had how many yards. Like I've watched that film over and over and over again, partly because I'm a film, you know, I'm a football junkie. Like you said, I, I love this and I love this brand of football, but also because, you know, that was the same way the joy you felt is the same, you know, pain we felt losing that game. Don't, you know, absolutely. And I think that's great to hear your side of it because I don't think I've ever heard anyone's side um, from the winning side before and how much it would have meant to them. And, you know, now hearing, like, that you're from Tampa, that had to have been, like, a great feeling. I can only imagine, you know, me back in the day being able to win one because this is, this is our league, you know. People want to, you know, downplay it and say whatever they want. Oh, it's just A7. No, it's A- it's A7, and it's our A7, and it's our bodies that we're putting on the line. Uh, to play a game that we love and any kind of accomplishment championship should be celebrated, you know? And that's why, like, I try to get on um, some of my guys when, you know, we win awards or anything like that. Like, no, celebrate it. Don't try to poo-poo it or downplay it um, or think about what anybody else might say about it. You you yeah, did it. I, like you said, you said you did it. So definitely congratulate to you. Congratulations to you and to the entire um, A-team for sure, for winning that championship, even though it was at our expense. I like to tell everybody when I'm on the show, I take my ghost hat off. I'm here to talk about what I love, not just like me as a player on the field. So I try to leave my ghost affiliation, at you know, when I hit record. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we might put on different jerseys. But after the game, we just regular people who in it for one reason, and that's to win. You know, if mm-hmm. we were to lose that game. I wouldn't hate you guys. I would congratulate you because may the best team win. That's how this game works, yeah. you know, and you always got to give kudos to whoever plays better. You know, it was a mm-hmm. great game. And, you know, like I was even saying the other day when the schedule was released, I'm like, man, it would have been a great week one opener, like a Saturday or Sunday night to play against the Ghosts, man, because that's the game that Florida wants to see. And I feel like, that's the game that would be watched the most coming out of Florida this year would be an opener. It would be a rematch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, that's what I wanted to look for because you know, we're, we're both competitors and our teams are both competitors, you know, like even though like we had a fight at the end of the game, like I said, at the end of the day, it's all love, you know, that's just us being competitors, you know, it shouldn't have been to that extent, but yeah. when it comes to us playing each other, we enjoy playing against each other because out of Florida, it's us and you guys, you know, may the best team win, you know, like, no, not trying to bash on the other teams in Florida, but we have the most competitors and we have the most athletic people between us two, you know? Yeah. I mean, you just look at the, you look at the records. Um, I think you're, y'all's only loss. Y'all were what, five and one and your only loss was to us. I think we had, we were five and two with our one law. Lo- one of our losses coming to you. The second one coming to, um, the night crawlers, I think, in our week one game, and we didn't have. I didn't play in that game personally. Not saying like, oh, I'm. I would have been a deciding factor, but that's just to show um, that we didn't have all our players together yet. 
you know, when we lost to the uh, Orange week one. Um, and it is a shame. I, I like to say it is a shame that the cro- that the Orange um, folded and then we have to, like, then take in. Now, I would have liked to take Cincinnati in anyway because I think it's dope that we're going to get an opportunity to take um, to travel. But yeah. I do like that. That's yeah. probably the best thing that the league has done this year is uh, even though they open up a lot of new cities to add us to Cincinnati, it's great for us and it's great for them. They're a year one. They're going to try to show out and we're, we're all year two. So it's just going to be more competitive than it was last year. And Absolutely. I like that it's shaking up a little bit instead of just staying in state. Yeah. And I would have loved to have, to have it been like a five, like let it have been a five team, six team uh division as opposed to five like i don't like the odd number i don't like the fact that orlando doesn't have the talent split across um the town like you guys have to have like eight you know tampa i'm not sure so i'm not from florida as i said before so i don't know like as far as the dynamics of the cities but i'm close to orlando so i see that orlando's a big city with tons of players so it's okay to have it the talent split that way i'm not too sure about tampa but just again seeing how you guys have to split the talent i would have loved to have orlando have a second team and another yeah. avenue for players because me personally i don't turn away players from the ghost i don't turn anybody who says they want to be a ghost and come play for the ghost i don't like to turn anybody away you want to come play with the ghost come play with the ghost but i would love to you know be in a position where it's like all right you may not get the playing time that i feel like you deserve here's another avenue you can play on the other team. And not saying that like they're, you know, a lesser franchise, but it's like here there's another option. I would like to give yeah. players that option. Of, hey, go over to the Orange. You know, they may have a need at linebacker that we don't or, you know, at defensive end or at corner, you know, and and strengthen it that way to make the competition as high of a level as it can be because that's when it's even yeah. more fulfilling. Like it was great winning. It was great for y'all to win that championship against us. If y'all won it against you know, let's just say the orange, it probably wouldn't have felt as great. No, you know, like it, like I said, when it comes to division of Florida, it's us versus you guys, you know, I'm not dissing the night crawlers, the Orlando orange. That's a whole nother topic that I don't want to get into. The reason why they're like that is because somebody thinks they're bigger than what they are. And that's the reason why players don't want to play for them. And that's why they didn't have a team this year because, you know, you know what? I'll, you know what? I'll get into it. Thank you. Know, you. Just the parlay. Gonna... We hear the parlay, man. So go ahead. Parlay. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not going to name no names or anything like that. That's but the fine. owner of the Orange, he thinks he's above the league and everything like that. Like, don't get me wrong. The dude's a baller. He played for us last year. You know, but to think that you're bigger than the league and you can do better. Like, I mean, I mean, come on, bro. Like you're trying to recruit players and you're, you're trying to charge people five hundred dollars for a combine uniform to join, join the league. I don't think any of the other teams in Florida did that. No. We were saying, hey, man, you want to play? Come to the combine, show out and you'll get recruited to a team because that's how it should be. Why would somebody in their right mind who's never heard of the league? loves the game of football, want to pay $500 for a uniform when they're not even guaranteed to play for that team. And that's what I mean. That Those perspectives and aspects of a single person is what's going to ruin a franchise like that, and that's why they're not in the league this year because players didn't even want to play for them. And those players ended up with other teams like the Nightcrawlers, us, and you guys. And, you know, it's sad because, like, like you said, I would like to see another Orlando team. Like, we have one Orlando team, 
we have two Tampa teams. That's the main reason why we're with the Ohio uh, in the Ohio bracket. But you know, at the same time, I kind of like it that that happened because it gives us more of a personal preference on what we are trying to do and what we're trying to exceed. And we have, like I said, we have new competition. So that new yeah. competition is going to make us better at the end of the day. And Absolutely. it's going to be an even tougher division. Yeah. You know? It's not going to be like the same two teams, you know, and I like that. Yeah. That's the, that's the, um, that's the sugar in the shit, I guess, <laughs> to use an old phrase like that, or the blessing in disguise, yeah. is with losing the orange, we did get opened up to the the possibility of getting Ohio. Um, perfectly In a perfect world for me, uh, a Georgia division opening up would be perfect for that kind of travel, yeah. whereas it can be a day trip, even if, even if so. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to go play on yeah. a Saturday, you can go up on Saturday, play, and then come back and be home. Saturday night, you know, that kind of thing. I think that would be yeah. an amazing um, opportunity that I hope eventually comes up. But us getting an opportunity to fly out to Ohio and play up there and that and expose not only our brand of football, but our players to a whole nother, you know, fan base may end up end up with some fans out there in Ohio. Someone that likes watching you play, you know, see you play and be like, you know what? I like that Damon kid, you know, you were 14, right? Yeah, yeah, number fourteen over there. I like the way he plays, and you know now they follow you, and you know it, we're we're not out here to be superstars out here to play the game that we love, but it's just dope. You know what I'm saying? That's just a dope yeah. opportunity to be able to be play put on this platform, which I think is big with the Fubo Sports deal. Um, yep, us getting the opportunity to broadcast our game and, and broadcast our talents that we have. Yeah, no, that that's big time. When I heard yeah. about that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, and uh, I know. Um, I was talking to uh, Nick, the commissioner, the leader of Nightcrawlers. He was telling uh, me and Rel that this year, you know, like our games are going to be more official because you you played at the Tampa field. You know how that was like they're going to be painting the lines. They're going to be having signs on the field. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be professionally recorded and everything like that. Like this year, you know, like they want to make it like we're serious this year. That's why they signed that TV deal and they want the league to be put on notice. I mean, I know Snoop Dogg has recognized our league. Mm -hmm. Marshawn Lynch has recognized our league. Frank Gore has recognized our league. You know, it's just a matter of time before, you know, other people start to recognize it. And then, you know, instead of competing for money for a championship, hopefully down the line, you know, in like a couple of years, you know, not even for us necessarily, because we might be playing, we might not be playing in the future, but in like five years, but maybe in five years, this league becomes like officially semi-pro, like how these cities have it. Like Tampa has a semi-pro team, Orlando, Miami, you know what I mean? And yep. like these players get paid, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it blows up because, you know, I want that for the league because you know what, as dope as it is, man, like going into high school and you're trying to go play college ball, you're playing seven on sevens with like, you know, you're wrapping up, you know what I mean? But yep. instead of wrapping up, you're tackling, you know, and like mm-hmm. for the league to blow up what it is, I think this league has the potential to be as big as you don't want to go college. Okay, you can go play the A7FL, and then maybe you can get drafted. Like, go right into the draft because you get recognized, you yeah. know? And that's what I think the league can do in, like, maybe three to five years. Yeah, it's 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 an opportunity to give yourself tape. I tell – I've had an opportunity to try and um, recruit a couple of guys that were still working on their college, you know, getting into college. And I told them, this is tape. Like, this may not be, like, semi-pro padded football. 
I think I feel like a coach would throw away that tape before they throw away A7 tape because A7 shows your athleticism in its rawest form. When you yeah, go in the com when you go in the combine, you don't do the combine in, in shoulder pads and helmets. It doesn't show your rawest form of athleticism. You know, here in A seven FL, you're in shorts and a jersey, and it's man on man most of the time. You know, you've got a man in front of you, and if you're offensive lineman, defensive lineman, you're trying to move that man. You're a wide receiver, cornerback. You're you're working. You need your technique needs to be on point. I tell everybody yes. that you gotta have your technique. You can't come out there with lazy technique in this league nope. and, and think that you're gonna do something. So that's an opportunity. I think that scouts will be able to see that and and put together good tape, and then you can shop that. And you'll have an opportunity to get into some of these schools that maybe you didn't get into, you know, with another year removed to work on whatever you got to work on. And here you got you got football tape. They're show, you're showing them that you're still into the game. You're still improving the game, working on your game. I, I think it's the opportunity is there, and I try to use that as a sales pitch for sure. And the fact that right now we're not getting paid, you still have your eligibility intact. Yeah, you know, like um... – I'm not going to get deep into it, uh, what happened on our team, because, you know, that's other people's business and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But yeah. I know a lot of a lot of people were disappointed even after we won the Florida championship and the money that was guaranteed from the league, you know, wasn't fully guaranteed, yeah. you know, and yeah. a lot of us took it pers- personally, you know, like I didn't take it personally because I'm not in it for the money. If I was in it for the money, I would join a flag football team out of Orlando because Orlando is the biggest in the state when it comes to flag football, where they'd be competing for like fifty, a hundred thousand dollars. You know, like that's the big boy league. Like if it was like that for me, but it's not. You know, I enjoy playing tackle football. You know, and even though it's not in pads, I still I get more excitement playing it without pads. So. And, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of us took it personally. I didn't really take it personally, but because I love the game of football and some love the game of football, but to them, it was about the money. And that's not how us and the league should look at it, because we don't play this for money. If we wanted to play this for money, all of us would not be playing in the A7FL. We would be trying out for semi-pro football teams Mm -hmm. or we would be working our ass off 24-7, 365 and try to make it to an NFL tryout, but that's not the case. Yeah, or arena or something, yeah. Yep, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I try to put in everybody's heads, you know. Like, this game, we play it because we love it. Yep, it's for the love. If you don't have yeah. love, if you don't have love for the game, it's hard to come out here, like you said, with no pads uh, tackling each other. You know, and you you just yeah. you really have to love the game. You got to love the physicality, and you've got to you know have a couple screws loose, of course. So, I, I you know I say that in a joking way, but yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's but yeah, no, it's 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 a beautiful. Like I said, it's a beautiful game. Like that, just the three on one throw off. Like that's it takes you right back home, like back to when you're your kid backyard football, you know, free-for-all, throw the ball up, and you're trying to, you know, score on, like, nine people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, I it, mean, I mean, you're a kid, man, and, like, you, you were throwing off and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, we do the three-on-ones, man. Mm-hmm. There was nothing, like, you know, not even, like, even just enjoying the take the kickoff, but taking the kickoff home on your, like, boys. Yep. That, that was a different feeling. You were in the end zone dancing and everything like that, practicing all the – Randy Moss celebrations and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah. that was a different feeling. Yeah. So, I think it's that's the beauty um, of the league. And, like, I, I, that, I always tell her, that's the most exciting play that we have <laughs> in our division, in our league, is 
is that play right there. It's the most exciting play right there is just the throw-offs. And it's a, it's a very important part of the game, too. So there's strategy involved in it. There's technique. You can't leave your technique at home. I tell everybody that. Last year, me personally, I was playing a lot of corner. I'm not a corner by trade. I've Growing up, didn't play corner, not once. But in this situation, my team needed me there, so I stepped up and I played corner. I remember I left my technique at home. Uh, second game we played, you, you guys. Um, I think y'all had just scored, and y'all were going for extra point, and y'all brought West out there. And I had right. no idea about West's athleticism. So first play, <laughs> first play, <laughs> Devon throws a fade route. I break it up. I'm like, all right, whatever, right? I was like, whoa, this big guy is a little bit quicker than I expected. But, you know, I broke it up, fine. I had I had my, my technique with me that first time. Second time, I went in there a little nonchalant, left my technique at home. This man, I just saw hands over my face, and he snagged that ball right up over me. And I said, you know what? Never again. I'm not leaving my technique at home no more. And your technique has to be sound or you will get embarrassed out here. Man, I, I always be telling that boy at the U.S., I'm like, how is somebody as big and as fluffy as you, built like the Michelin, man, so athletic <laughs> as you, man? Like, I tell him all that, like, we had practice today, man, I, I was just telling him, I'm like, man, like, it's so fun watching you, bro, because, yeah. like, I've never seen somebody who's built like a Michelin, man, yeah. so athletic, and he's just a freak of nature, too, man, Seriously. like, yeah. not even just receiving, like, that was, he doesn't play receiver. So, I mean, yeah. that doubts like, was like, wow. Like, even mm -hmm. just to watch that, you know? Yeah. Like, that man, that man is a defensive end, a linebacker. Yeah. A running back that, like, when I tell you, like, you know how, like, people go into college as an athlete. Like, D. West might, be, like I said, be built like the Michelin man. But that man is a true athlete. You put him anywhere on that field, he can ball out. Yeah. I, I'll just... I, the only position I might say is quarterback, but any other position, he's going to ball out. Tackle, you're not getting past the defense at end. You're going to have to double team him. Wide receiver, he, he can jump. And I'm not even trying to knock you, but that he surprised no. me. Yeah, he I'm went up and got that. Lie. Listen, that was yeah, an amazing man. play. Trust me, I had a front row seat for it, so I know how great that play was. And then um, he had another play in the championship game with that kick return. I think it was for you to set y'all up for your second score where – the guy on our, our team, he did not have his uh, technique with him. He broke down, gave him a lane, and he exploded through it. I was back on contain, and when he started rolling like that, I was like, oh, shoot, and I had to get on my pony <laughs> and push him out of bounds. But he got he had put you guys like down on our 20. Like he, It was a, another great play. So for me personally, I say that I like to say this like a three-horse race. I think obviously you can't take Devon out of um, contention. For the MVP, um, I I like to put our guy jo well, Joey in there at, for MVP since he's moving the quarterback and Wes. And I feel like it's a three horse race for the MVP this year. What's your thoughts on the MVP race? Man, you know what? I'm not even gonna lie, man. Like I don't have expectations on MVP this year because you know, like the league, like I said. And you said the league has been expanding, you know, like we've all added players and everything like that. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like we added players, you know, like we added some two ballers and everything like that. I know you guys added some two ballers and everything like that from talking with Rel and, you know, obviously looking at your tape and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't have expectations on ballers like, you know, Joey's a dog. You know what I mean? Like I 
from the first time I saw Joey play, I'm like, that man's a dog. You know, D West is a dog. D our quarterback's a dog too. Rel is healthy this year, and I'm telling you what, like, that man's gonna be Aaron Donald Jr. and for us this year because that man's 100 percent healthy like last year he was playing on a hurt hammy all year and even in the championship game he was like 50 60 percent and like the rest of the year he was like 30 40 percent and like like you know like it's it's gonna be a fun year but expectation wise man it's i i don't know man i just think it's to whoever plays the best but like like you guys got a baller we got some ballers like you never know you know what i mean like yeah. it's it could be up but, there you know, in the air, for sure. And, that, you know, it's just a fun thing. We like to try and just, you know, predict who might win what, who might do this. So how about yourself? Is there any award that you got in mind, or are you just thinking about the trophy itself? My award this year is to be a better player than I was last year. Last year, I came in halfway through the season, and I was coming back from an injury. So me learning how it was the first year and everything like that, like I'm not even going to lie, I wasn't as conditioned as I should have been. Like even the first game on, like some people knew how I was as a football player. They were like, yo, D, you're playing. Go in there, start. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what? I'm not even trying to be cocky, you know? Like against the night calls, I had one catch on me, like in the playoffs, you know what I mean? And like I got taken out, a touchdown was scored multiple times whenever I would take a break. Like, literally, I think three out of the four times I was taken out first play after I was taken out, touchdown was scored. You know, I'm trying to be more versatile this year, more than a cornerback. Um, I've been playing a little bit of wide receivers. So, you know what my goal is this year is to be as much of an athlete and as much of a help to my team as I can be. Because at the end of the day, it's not just about myself. It's about the team's success. So, yeah, if that means taking a seat, that means taking a seat. If that means starting at even – offensive tackle i'm gonna start an offensive tackle but my goal this year is to at least put the league on notice that dane's more than just a cornerback he's a wide receiver that's dope i like that so so maybe most improved i could see you that's an award that i'm i'm feeling like should be added um i think obviously mvp offensive player defensive player i think we should do an offensive defensive rookie since this year we're gonna have a big influence like last year the whole league essentially was rookies it was like maybe seven of us that weren't rookies um, but I think this year we should be able to do an offensive, defensive rookie, and I think we should do a most improved and obviously a special teams player of the year. And um, yep. that's sounding like something that you can definitely make make a run for, um, as well as you know, since you're saying both sides of the ball, maybe you know either offensive, defensive player, who knows? Um, so I, I I like for guys to have those kind of personal um, accomplishments. Like obviously the team is first, but in the midst of team success. Also get you know get your own recognition, your own like gratification, and and um, get recognized by the league and your peers for for what you do on the field. And I think that this year you're gonna get that opportunity to definitely open some eyes and be like, yo, that kid that they got 14. You going you coming back at 14, right? Yes, sir. I'm keeping the same number. I was honestly gonna switch it up, but I was like, you know what, man. I'm going to just keep the same number this year, especially since I'm switching up. I, you know, Stefan Diggs is one of my one of my favorite players in the league. And, you yeah. know, he's number 14. So if I'm going to be playing both sides of the ball, I got to rock that 14 with confidence. I got to I gotta show out why gotcha. I wear the number 14. Yeah, so I definitely want people to – I think people this year are going to be like, yo, that 14 or 18, like that's another one of those – I mean, that's another one of those dogs that they got over there. I know me personally, I'm going, I'm finally going to get my own jersey. 
I didn't even have my own jersey last year. Um, mine didn't come through. So I'll, I'll be back to my number 11 that I've worn all my life. So I'm, I'm going to be excited to get my name and my, and my number back there and get, bo and get busy on the field. Because like you said, like last season I came in the first time we played a team. So I missed the first two weeks of the season. I came in third week of the season. And that was my first time meeting any of the guys. Right. Yeah. Honey, you got some music in the background. Hold on. No, you're good. All right, so yeah, that was um my first time meeting any of the guys. Like that was my first time meeting Avery, meeting uh, Mark, um, meeting Joey. I had only seen you know what we saw from the the Orange film, and week one. So and because the second week against Crawlers had got canceled due to I think lightning. So I, that was my first time meeting any of the guys. I was ridiculously out of shape. Like I look at myself at the championship game and I don't even recognize that guy. I was like, yo, I was at least fifteen pounds over. So yeah, I, man, I mean, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like I said, I wasn't even as conditioned as I should have been. But I'm always a guy, you know, who you know works out every day or every other day. You know, even if it's just running on the treadmill a little bit. Yeah. You know, doing a little bit of you know like sit ups, push ups. You know, doing a couple bench press. You know, reps and stuff like that. I'm gonna do that. But yeah. you know, I'm not into it as much as I am this year. Like this year, you know, I've been running like two miles every day. You know, yeah. I've been eating right for the past month. You know, yeah. I've been taking it a little bit more serious, see, even like watching film work. That's the beauty. And that's the beauty of the league I, that I love to see is the very next step that everyone takes the next year. So the first year, everyone normally, like unless you got somebody that's been in the league that kind of puts their arm around you, gets you early and gets you into the league, like at that level, a lot of guys come into the league they're not in shape. They don't take it as seriously. They don't understand the complexity of it and how, like, this is really, like, this is a league. This isn't, like, a rec league. This isn't, like, you know, like a flag rec league where you come in and you can just, you know, say, hey, you run a post, you run a comeback, you run a wheel, ready, break. No, you got to have your stuff together. You got to practice. You got to have chemistry. Yeah. You've got to be yep. in shape. And, you know, I love to see the second year in people and see that change, that, that change in them. And that you're like, hey, yo, I got to start working. I got to start taking it serious. So I think it's great that you're saying that because, like, that's going to then validate the point that I'm making to people. When I bring your name up, you then saying that validates what I'm saying because I'm saying, hey, you know, that Damon kid it was no slouch. When I, got, when I saw him, I saw flashes. Like, you may have said you weren't in shape X, Y, and Z. And it wasn't just that interception in the championship game. That was, again, validation. To me saying, Ayo, 14 over there on that side, you know, we got to come with our A game against both of them because they don't have slouches at corners. That's not where the nope. hole in their defense is. And I was telling people, and then I was like, listen, we got to watch Reed as well. Reed is sneaky. So I said the secondary was something to be respected. So where our game plan, where we were trying to attack, that's where you guys were keeping us from. And that's why, you know, we were we, we did not we weren't able to put up the points that we put up because I think when we played y'all first, it was forty one to forty. You know, it was a shootout. And in this game I think it was like I think you guys went up two scores at the end or maybe three scores at the very end of the last drive to put the game away. But it was a way closer game than that. Like I think it was fourteen six at halftime. Yeah, man. I think what it was was that um in the championship game, you know, like we came out a little bit, you know, too cocky, and you guys were keeping up with us. 
and even at halftime, you know, we were all saying to each other, man, we're better. You know, you always have that halftime pep talk with everybody. And we were like, man, we're better than this. Like, we know we got some competition right here, but, man, we're better than this. We all got to wake up. We got to get this shit out of our heads, you know, like, we're going to win this game. Our goal should be we're going to score two more touchdowns this game. We we got to play better. We're all ballers. We all played high school football. We know organized football. We just got to run the plays motion. Even if we have the ball for the whole entire quarter and finally score going into another quarter, that means more than just rushing into plays and not, you know, progressing. Yeah. You know, for and sure. I think that's the thing that changed the momentum of the game for us is because – you know, like I said, we had our heads high, like we're going to win this game. You guys brought the competitiveness the first half of the game. And, you know, we're, we're both great teams. Like I said, we're, we're, we're the best teams in Florida. There's no competition right now. And, you know, for us playing against each other, you know, it's a great matchup. I love it, man. Like we call it a rivalry between each other. But at the end of the day, we all know we're all, we're all ballers on both teams, man. Yeah. And, you know, that's just what makes it so much fun, man, because, you know, like I said, even though we fought at the end of the game, you know, that was a competitive side of us, which yeah. I, I promise you won't happen because I, we've had multiple discussions about it. Yeah. And like it's 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 not like that and it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. We're, we're family at the end of the day, you know, For win sure. or lose. That's just how we are, you know, yeah. like we're competitive and that's just what brings the best out of both of us because we're both going to try to play our best football. Game yeah, which I today. thought was dope is, is um yeah, like, you know, we had that issue. I think that was like a more than competitive. I think that was more a personal issue between two men. And I think that's where that kind of went left um, with that situation. Yep. So that was more yep. like an isolated incident. But we that was our third time playing each other that year. We had never had any incident like that the first game or yeah. the second game. You know what I'm saying? So I, right. at the end of every game in A7, I always say, like, you'll see guys out there being competitive as hell, talking crap to each other. And after the game, we dap each other up. You see guys kicking it afterwards, you know, talking to each other. I know this offseason we played the Nightcrawlers twice. And before and after every game, there was a prayer circle. You know, like we were out there competing, had a hell of a game. I, you know, not to, you know, I'm not, you know, trying to crap on the Nightcrawlers, but first game was 58 to 6. So it was a very bad game, right? Yeah. But after the game, what are we doing? In a circle praying, you know? Yeah, man. Kicking, that, laughing, joking how... with each other. And, it, you know, it could go bad when the team is getting, you know, when it uh, scores yeah. sided like that, you know, that's when, you know, tempers flare and stuff like none of that happened. And we were able yeah, to, you know, get in, have a great game, and then, you know, kick it with each other and then, you know, go our separate ways. And that's the beauty of the league and that's that camaraderie. And it's like an unspoken, like, brotherhood that we have in this in this division in this league. But I'll say specific to this division, um, it's like an unwritten brotherhood that, you know, hey, we play this. We do this. There is no other league like us in the state yeah. of Florida. Yep. I mean that that's nothing but facts, man. You yeah. know, like that's how it should be, you know, mm -hmm. like after a game, man, we shouldn't be fighting. You know, yeah. this it, it's bigger than, you know, people who think they're bigger than what they are you know like i it was like some personal vendettas you know we were talking back and forth in the game some people took it more personal than what it should be yeah like even when the fight was happening like i didn't even know you like that until now and like i was even on the sidelines dapping you up and saying good game man yeah because you know what that's how it should be you know yeah. even even after games man we like you said we should be in the center praying you know like 
nobody got hurt you know yeah. everybody you know played a good game you know everybody can walk off this field with their head high yeah. you know without any injuries because that's how it should be you know yeah, yeah. I mean, at the uh, eventually to get into it a little bit, we'll get a little messy into it. You know, it was about a certain word that was being used. You know, and you know, I did. Yeah, and, and that's essentially what it was. Um, someone didn't like a certain word being used, and it, you know, the person doubled down on it for whatever reason that they had. And I'm not here to take sides. I've discussed it with you know the player on my side, and I've discussed it with people on your team as well. And you know, that's that's where that got ugly. And obviously, now with us having the football sports deal, that's something we can't have. You know, and that's yeah, something no. I stress on yep. my players is the professionalism, the profession, uh, professionalism that we have to bring with it. You know, like we're going to have, we had a lot of like if every time you came to Orlando, you saw we had people in the stands. You know, we had fans, we had kids there, and that's something yeah, that man. we're that that's something that we pride on, and I pride on making sure that the ghost is somewhere where you can bring your family. Me, me myself, I'm married with three kids. I want my kids and my wife to be able to come to the game and not have to see nothing like that, and then have to get in the car and explain to my kids why grown men are fighting. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, I don't want to have, I don't want anybody's kids to then have to go home with that question for their parents. Me as a parent, I don't want that. So I, I stress to my guys, like, yo, when we get to the field, we're professionals. Now, when we leave, go do what you want. Just make sure your jersey's off so don't, our, our team's logo is not associated with it. But yeah. when we're there, when we show up in that parking lot, when you get there, it, it's we on now. You know what I'm saying? Like we're on. Yeah. It's time. It's time to yep. put your professional hat on and come out here and have fun. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna have fun, but we gotta understand there's eyes on us now. You know, and being yeah. on football sports, like there's going to be. We were on. We were on Fight TV. You know, no pun intended. We were on. We were yeah. on Fight TV when that happened. You know, <laughs> when that <laughs> happened. You know, and they quickly cut away from it. Yeah. So you know, actually like, no, sorry, we were on we were on YouTube Live. We were on YouTube Live. Yeah, yeah, we weren't yeah. on we weren't on Fight TV. We were on YouTube Live when that fight happened, and they had to quickly cut away from it. And it was like here we are being presented for the first time on the bigger scale, on the bigger stage, not on Fight TV, but the you know tier right below it. And look what happened. You know, it was very it was very very unfortunate. Um, yep. On both ends that it got that way. Like I said, yeah. I spoke to my player and I understood his point and how he felt about it. And even, you know, I can respect his decision to handle it that way. I may not agree with it, but I respect it at the end of the day, you know, and, and vice versa on the other side. Like I could understand why your player felt the way he felt about his use of the word. So, I mean, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, just because it's, it's just a complex conversation and I don't really um, I want to get back to football. Yeah. So um, we've already spoke about. Um, as far as the expectations you have for the season, everything last season, um, your goals and stuff. So a question I like to like, I like to ask everybody, and I, I, I feel like I know, I know where your answer is going to be at. So there's two questions like that. So the first question I'm going to ask is, when did you fall in love with the game of football? I fell in love with football, you know, growing up, man. Like, I mean – as a young kid, you know, growing up in Tampa, I was spoiled. Season tickets for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and everything like that. And, you know, what's crazy, man, is, like, I tell this story to everybody, and they're like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, I grew up a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan because I grew up in Tampa, you know? And literally there was one day I went to the Tampa Bay Bucs Stadium. They were versing the Cowboys. I, I shit you not, I was wearing my Brad Johnson jersey. I was wearing Tampa Bay Buccaneers shorts. I was wearing a Reebok. Like, I'm bringing it back to the old days. So you remember the Reeboks with the T 
team logos on it and everything like that. Yeah, the starter jackets. Yeah, bro. I was wearing the Reebok shoes with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers logo, and I even those. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, and I even like I want to say like I had like twenty dollars spent on me like uh, to get my face painted with Buccaneers stuff. I shit you not. I was rooting for the Dallas Cowboys, and I even had Buccaneer fans looking at me like, "Is this kid for real?" And like, I was just rooting for the Cowboys since that day. I was diehard Cowboys. Anything Cowboys, man, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan since yeah. that day. But I, you know, obviously I root for Tampa Bay because that's my city. But you know, growing up, I was spoiled with season tickets. Played football as a little kid. You know, like football's always been a love of mine, man. And like that's something like college, high school, everything like that, man. I just love to watch it because. You know, I just love the game, man. Out of any other sports, like, even, like, I like when I'm home and I got nothing to do, I play Madden because, like, I, I just love football that much, man. And there's, there's nothing that could take that away from me. So I would have to say probably since I was, like, four or five years old, I grew the love for the game. Gotcha. Yeah, X real quick. Madden, you on Xbox or you on PS4 or 5? Xbox. Xbox, X, X gang, Xbox. let's go. Let's go. So I, I might have to get your game. We might have to get some Madden games end up. Man, we're gonna get some Madden games in, man. Say, like, say there's one thing I've always been Xbox, man. My first console ever was the original Xbox. So, yeah. I mean, I've been like my first game I ever played on original Xbox. Actually, you know what? I take that back. First console I ever had was GameCube, man. And then once I got mm, the Xbox, yeah, I started playing like Madden 06. That was my first Madden. Ever since Madden 06, I bought every single Madden after that. I've been on Madden since. So, so that's so, my game. So, how old are you, Damon? I'm 24. Okay, so yeah, I'm you know I'm a little older than you. I'm 32. So my first console was the way and my my parents were video game players. So I mine was like an Atari. That was my first one. But my first <laughs> my first personal one was the Sega Genesis. They got me one in the first grade. I was seven years old, and because I had got good grades, they they bought me a Sega Genesis. But so but my first like console where I'm playing like game games was was a, a PlayStation, the first ever PlayStation. But like you said, once the Xbox came on, came on, it was over from then on. I was just completely all Xbox gang and that's, you know, I got the yep. SX now and that's that's where I'm with it. So, we'll definitely get on we'll play. So, the last question yeah, the last question I like to ask everybody. I'm still working out how I how to ask it. Cause I understand how I'm trying to say it in my head, but it doesn't always come out the same way. Um, yeah. I'm still growing as a podcaster myself. Uh, but what to you is like the perfect play? But it's like in, it's including yourself. So you know how sometimes between the weeks of the game, you might be walking around the house and you just like you know hit a little cut move or like you in your head you visual you visualize a play coming to you. What's that play? So what's like the perfect play? to you man like honestly i'm not even gonna lie man like i said i'm a diehard football guy i've been a diehard football guy since i was little but like you remember a couple years ago when philly was playing new england man like when you saw that philly special for the first time man new england's defense has been legit for the past like 20 years like because of bill belichick and to fool a defense and a mastermind like bill belichick like that i was like wow so I like sometimes I just imagine like imagine like being in a championship game, you're down by literally like three, maybe six points or something like that. You run a Philly special game winner to put it up and seal the deal. Like that's like that's something that's just like wow, you know, that's like it's hard to imagine that can be done, but it can be done. Like that's probably one of the things that I imagine like 
seeing and like winning a game on but you know obviously now everybody uses the philly special somehow but that's yeah. just that's just something that would i would just imagine be like wow man we really wanted off of something like that and they had no idea we were coming with so involving like you so involving you a philly special to you is the like you line up at you line up at quarterback or you're the guy throwing it and that's the game winner that's the perfect play in your eyes i i mean I don't know a more perfect play than that, like there a game go. winner off of that, and you go. do that. Like, yeah. that's just, like, something that's just, like, wow, I like man. It. Like, I like it. we really did that. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it, for sure. So I'm going to go ahead and, and wrap it up there, man. Damon, you've been a great guest, man. I really appreciate you. Uh, we've been almost an hour now talking football, yeah, and I feel like we got hours more. So um, <laughs> I love I – honestly, I, I, I like that, you know, we got to know a lot about you. This is something I like to do to give every player in our division a platform and let people get to know them a little bit more and get, and get you an opportunity. You can come up here and just parlay, kick it about anything. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, de- yeah, we're definitely talking about football. So we're talking about this A7 thing. You can definitely come back anytime. You you saw the how we, how I go about getting guys on the show. So you know how to do it now. Um, yeah, of course. And we'll just, you know, during the season, if we can get you on, we recap a game, maybe the matchup you had, talk whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to talk about. If you have any questions for me. Hell, if you want to ask me anything now, you want to ask me anything? Man, all I got to say is, you know, like I said before, like when we first started, man, this game is bigger than football, man. At the end of the day, we're all family. We're all in it just to Absolutely. play some football, man. So Absolutely. at the end of the day, you know, we family. We might not be on the same team. Yeah. We might wear a different uniform, but we're still family. And we're Absolutely. in it for one reason only. Absolutely. So, yeah. So everybody that was Damon, uh, that defending champions. Tampa A team, man. Appreciate you having having you here on the parlay with me. Thank you for coming on. I'll at you, man. Yes, sir. Have a good night, man.